the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There you have it from the album Best of Yanni. <laughs> no, that, is, uh, that is Alice Cooper, School's Out. We played at the special request of my co host, Don Dix. Welcome to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And as the song might suggest, we're going to talk about what's happening or not happening in the government run schools that uh, notwithstanding the exceedingly low risk to children from coronavirus and that more children have died of flu this past season than coronavirus, uh, the, based on the fear of coronavirus, as the ostensible reason the government-run schools in large parts of the country, including California, are going to remain closed this fall, making it harder for parents to work, harder for parents to return to work, and I'm sure the upcoming election is just a total coincidental. These people are genuinely concerned with the health and safety of our children, which is why the LA Teachers Union issued a long list of, of health-related demands, including higher taxes and defunding the police. Those are exactly the health-related demands, along with, um, you know, not not there there. It wasn't just defunding the police. It was Medicare for all. I guess that is kind of a health-related thing, but it's not really a COVID-related thing. But the entire uh, union complex, uh, teacher union complex, was united in one thing. You are not going to open the schools this fall, Gavin Newsom. And Gavin Newsom dutifully said, yes, sir, and closed the schools Notwithstanding the fact that I don't think there's been a single COVID-related infection to an individual under 10 in California, if there's been um, if there's been a couple, I would stand corrected. But one of the biggest head scratchers is what is the risk to teachers, particularly elementary school aged children? Uh, have a very, uh, very small incidence of actual infection uh, of COVID. This is entirely a political move, as is everything. It's an election year, 2020. Never leave it. Uh, it shouldn't be on the uh, scope of possibility that Democrats would even politicize a virus, a pandemic, in order to take back power uh, from the, uh, in the White House from Donald Trump. That's really what this is all about. Now, Don, 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 if we will just all do our part, we can defeat death itself. Um, yeah. Quite the canned laughter, I guess. I thought that was going to be good. I thought that was well set up, well delivered. I thought that was going to be a good line. Never mind. I was actually, I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to not laugh. I was actually focused on the next part of this picture. Uh, honestly, which is the actual harm to kids. I've had a couple of conversations with uh, one of the members of the Orange County Board of Education. She's the vice president, Mari Barkey, and she has gone through uh, quite a long list of possible harms to kids that are coming from the uh, this shutdown. Uh, teachers are often... Uh, the ones that will be able to identify the uh, possible psychological and physical abuse that children are subjected to. Schools, 
for a large part of the population or where kids derive a major portion of their um, nutrition from. Not to mention the fact that you have self-inflicted wounds, possible suicide. The harm to kids from shutting down the schools far outweighs the possible harm from the coronavirus. Uh, And if it's teachers that they're concerned about, why can't kids go to school and have the teachers do distance learning? We'll have dis—I mean, rather distance teaching. What about that? Isn't that a solution, Greg? Um, it's a solution in, in search of, of of a problem. There news came out this week as well that uh, in the entire world there was not a single documented case of a teacher getting coronavirus from a student. Okay, not well there you go. In the entire world. Because children you have are it. also a very low risk to the disease. They're also a very, very low risk of transmitting the disease. So, yeah, well, it's a solution, but there's no problem for which that solution is necessary. You're totally right. It's totally political. But my view is, my view is somewhat the opposite. My view is keep the government-run schools closed. Absolutely. Never reopen them as long as there's any risk of any, that any child will suffer from any disease. Keep them closed. Now, this obviously will make things much harder for families in the short run as they try to figure out how to juggle trying to go to work, child care, and getting back to work. It will hinder the economic recovery. But in the medium to long term, Parents will find alternatives, and alternatives will find parents. I was just watching uh, Tucker Carlson last night on uh, Thursday night. That, and there was one of the commercials was for a, a company that provides support for homeschoolers. I forget the name of the company. I go, yeah, I had not seen that ad before, but all parents will find alternatives, and some in some places they are getting together with other neighborhood parents and hiring a teacher for the, for their their block or their local ne- or their local neighborhood school so pods and uh, there's tremendous there's, there are tremendous resources available to homeschoolers uh, forming and going to a private school moving uh, you know there's all sorts of ways and I forgot who said it but but you know it was, it was necessity is the mother of invention you know, you mentioned homeschooling. Right. We find, had, sorry, what? When the necessity arises to find alternative schooling arrangements for your children, then the way will be found. The way will be found. And we've talked at length about the poor quality of education, the, un, the terrible discipline in the government-run schools, as well as the mass indoctrination, the sex grooming through the triple X sex education. If you love God, if you love America, if you love your children, you will find a way to get them out. And this is before the the coronavirus situation. And this is just now presents an ideal opportunity to do so. Well, it does. And, you know, you mentioned uh, homeschooling and an organization that supports homeschoolers. Right in our backyard, we have an organization called the Christian Home Educators Association. They serve homeschoolers throughout California. Earlier this week, we had a town hall on Thursday night that was focused specifically on schools. We invited uh, the general manager, Rebecca Kosas, onto that town hall, and she confirmed what we would all be suspecting. They're swamped. They are swamped with inquiries from parents who have been left holding the bag for their children's education. They got a dose of distance learning, which by many uh, measures was a complete failure in the spring, albeit it was forced on them on the schools uh, with very short notice. But uh, things are lining up to be somewhat similar. And a group of there's a very large group of special needs children out there that get certain kinds of teaching at schools and they're not getting that teaching. Uh, I mean, there's many different categories of uh special ed teaching and these kids are you know they they tried doing the distance teaching you can't many of these kids need that physical contact they need the physical 
presence of a teacher in order to 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 uh, absorb the knowledge, and they're not getting it. So Rebecca joined us for this, and she said they're absolutely swamped with inquiries about how uh, you know parents can move forward with their uh, teaching. There's a couple of links. Um, you guys can uh, literally uh, just Google uh, Christian Home Educators Association. I'll give you the link in a moment. But they, she shared with us uh, they have a summer series of things that uh, go through the, a variety of different uh, topics. They've got seminars online, uh, just a great resource of uh, uh, schools, special needs solutions for homeschool parents with special needs kids. Um you know, what do you do? They've got uh, seminars they're doing online for that. Uh, they have a mini conference coming up on August 13th, uh, just going through the different, uh, you know, things that they've got coming up. But she says their, their, their online uh, uh, education resources are just blowing up with parents who are interested. So I'm with you. Uh, keeping the schools closed, <laughs> you know, are they, are they doing more damage? to themselves than they are the because uh, we know that honestly the the unions themselves not the teachers but the unions are all about destroying what they call privatizers they're all about destroying charter schools they're all about destroying homeschooling um and so it is a head scratcher to think that they would want to shut down schools knowing that parents are going to get introduced to alternatives that they may never get those parents back. Well, they may figure that uh, once they get in power, they they will uh, clamp down and effectively abolish homeschooling and private schools and then force all the force the children back into uh, the the, uh, the government run schools. Or they may have just they may not have thought it out thought it out thoroughly. Our mm-hmm. enemies are they are they are they are relentless and dedicated warriors for their cause, but they're not always right. They they don't all, they make mistakes on their side as 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 anyone does as any as you always find in any war. You look through it and you find all sorts of mistakes were made, and so whether they whether they've really thought this through, and they think they're going to force everyone back. Or they just really haven't thought it through, and they're just trying to exploit the current situation, figuring they want to cause maximum possible disruption of American life and the American economy in hopes that will help them win this election. And they figure once they get that point, they'll deal with whatever problems of people that, of of children who have escaped their clutches during this during this uh, during this time period. Let's take a pause here. And hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, a place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back up to this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And one of the roles of a private citizen in a constitutional republic, Greg, would be to vote every year and or every election cycle or whenever there's an opportunity to vote. I'm actually running into people that are coming out of the woodwork that have never voted in their conservatives, Christians, never voted in their entire lives. And they're getting registered to vote and they're actually voting a straight party ticket. 
uh, right up and down uh, the Republican ticket. Donald Trump has canceled his uh, big convention that was going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, But I'm drawn to the uh, right now an article about the Democrat National Committee. Their draft platform for its 2020 convention never mentions whites a total of 15 times, each of them with a damning context. A detail first noticed by Washington Examiner's Paul Bedard, uh, an author there. It's more than 80 pages in the draft platform, which was published by Politico. And with the uh, references to whites mentioned Uh, As I said, 15 times, they're all critical, including three references to white supremacy or supremacists and one to white nationalists. So I think it's pretty clear where things are coming from, where where things are going uh, as far as our uh, friends on the left. That's a loose reference, given the way that things are shaping up. But one of the things that uh, I was shared with me recently, we're talking about schools, and that is to the extent that there is actually curriculum that is seeping into schools nationally that has been been organized by both the Southern Poverty Law Center and Black Lives Matters, the organization. Um, And this is an organization, Greg, that is seeking the destruction of the nuclear family with uh, wording that says that uh, basically it takes a village. A village is better off raising kids than the nuclear family. Um, That's a a strict Marxist uh, line. But really, with the uh, Democrat platform coming out and pushing this narrative of uh, in most mentions, the reference is to how whites are better off at the expense of others. And this gets back to, you know, this idea that the economy is not a zero-sum game. The idea that if I make a dollar, that it robs somebody else of making a dollar is pure malarkey. The Our economy is expanding and contracting all the time. So it's not like there's only eight slices. It's that the slices keep getting bigger. And if you're an entrepreneur and if you're willing to do the work, a slice of that can be yours. Um, so it'll be interesting to, uh, you know, have people digest that 80 page document, which is the Democrat platform. I, 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 I would go the other way. I'd, I'd like a much more condensed platform because the bottom line is if you have to explain these positions, you're losing. Well, just as an aside, uh, platforms make very little difference, if any difference, in an election. I try to think back to a time in which uh, you, you've seen an opponent, a political candidate, saying, "Well, my my opponent's party platform says X, Y, Z." You just don't see it. They're really kind of for the benefit of the party activists who get their. Uh, uh, underwear, their panties all twisted up over over this stuff. But for the for the most part, they're they, they're drafted, adopted, and then ignored. Now they do reflect what the in this case what what, what where the Democrats are going. It is very hard left, and this is are they are they that confident that they can rig this election? If they didn't rig the 2016 election enough, and they lost that one because of a bad candidate. So are they sufficiently confident of this one that they're going to rig it enough with vote fraud, with big dem tech manipulation? I don't know, hacking the vote, hacking the, the counting of the votes. Um, I don't know what. What else? They, what, and whether what other events we've had mass rioting, we've had murder hornets, we have had the um, coronavirus. So what what events are planned for September and October? I don't know. Or are, 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 they, are they in such a bubble of themselves that they think they have it in the bag and they think the country is with them, but they're, they're really not? Are they, are they, are they, are they, are they making a mistake? Uh, because nor, you know, normally what happens is you the candidates go either right or left, depending on the party, in the primary mm-hmm. to get the activists who are more likely to get involved and, and vote in the primary. And then they try to moderate and go back toward, at least pretend to go back towards the center for the general election. 
but that's absolutely not what that's absolutely not what the Democrat Party party is doing. And that's just specifically what they have here is racism is judging or treating people based on the color of their skin. And that is exactly what the Democrat Party's agenda is, that they want to judge and treat people based on the color of their skin. And in particular, that if you have white skin, you are, and it's taught in the schools, it's taught in woke corporations, that it is, you're inherently bad, you're inherently immoral, you are guilty by birth, and the only thing you could possibly do to try to assuage that guilt is, of course, vote Democrat and agree with everything that they say. Funny how that works out. Well, yeah. I mean, look at what's look at what's happening in all of these uh, Democrat run cities. I don't know if you had a chance to watch the Chicago Police Department's press briefing after the events of last weekend where a group of about a thousand protesters started off in what was a fairly uh, atypical uh, First Amendment type of event where people are holding signs and walking down the street. And then they make a, re- a left-hand turn into Grant Park, which is where the statue of Columbus is located. And what they show from that point forward is uh, some stunning aerial footage from a drone looking down on what unfolds once they uh, get into Grant Park. Uh, I don't know the number. I'm going to guess maybe 50 or 75 umbrellas open up. And they were specifically opened up in a group so that they sheltered what was happening below the umbrellas from view. What was happening below, as you could see a couple people in the perimeter, they were taking off their quote-unquote street clothes and putting on the typical uniform of an anarchist, the black block outfit, black pants, black shirt, black masks, black, you know, ski mask, uh, head covering. And then you could see another, you know, other folks dumping out sacks of uh, what turned out to be frozen water bottles, uh, water bottles with frozen uh, uh, plastic bottles with frozen water inside of them, along with the fact that their signs that they were carrying also happened to have PVC pipe that was sharpened on one end. And as they were done changing, the uh, that, that group moves towards the circular perimeter of the statue, where the, the platform of the statue, and that's where they unleashed those water bottles on the officers that were there guarding that statue, which sent 49 officers to the uh, to the uh, injured 49 hospitals, 18 of them seriously, uh, several of them with, uh, you know, injuries that they may never recover from, including loss of sight, because a couple of them got uh, fireworks, uh, you know, piece, parts of fireworks exploding into their eyes. This is exactly who the Democrats are in league with. Now, you know, if there was a group of Republicans that tried to pull up, tried tried the same kind of a tactic, it's this was literally a military uh, tactic to assault the Chicago police officers. That that assault, um, that assault, which injured those people, resulted in <laughs> the mayor of of Chicago removed the Columbus statue in the dead of night the same time she's got police guarding her home. You saw what happened to the mayor of Oakland. The mayor of Oakland's home was attacked. These people are are attacking themselves. They're they're in this place where not even the people that they've put into office are safe. I think the same thing happened to the mayor of Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, and the mayor of uh, Portland this week. They're anarchists. They want the destruction of America, which includes, Greg, their own people, their own people that they've elected. Well, the the the, the mob is not control under control for every water bottle thrown. But ultimately, I think we'll talk about this maybe more later is they are under the overall under control is that when the Dem Party wants them unleashed, they'll be unleashed. When the Dem Party wants them to stop, they will be stopped. 
and they may get out of hand on occasion, but ultimately they are the brown shirts, the street thugs of the Democrat Party. Stay tuned for our second half of Unite IE Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And race is always, it's always been a part of Democrat Party politics as they try to appeal to people based on racial identity. Yeah, if you, and Joe Biden was perhaps because of his declining mental capacity was was too expressive about it, saying that uh, if you're to a black person, if you're not for me, you're not black. You ain't black, trying to, to, to borrow some black supposed vernacular. Uh, but it, it is out there. And with the, the mass rioting and then the follow on, we, we can't be woke enough on racial matters all across the country by government, by corporations, by individuals, that it's more and more of an issue. And Redlands, this came to Redlands this past week. And uh, San Bernardino County had done a resolution like this, and, and it came to Redlands, is to declare racism as a public health crisis. Now, the, and it's, it's, a, it's a restating of the supposed systemic racism, is that there's not, you, you can't necessarily identify any specific racist or acts of racism, but it's out there. It permeates everything. So, and it affects every so everything that's wrong in the life of a minority or a black person is the fault of white racism. So they went and they adopted this resolution. And it, it's a public health crisis. And I went through the resolution. Actually, I didn't. I only found out about it after the fact, not 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 before the fact. And it was interesting because. He went through all this, all this long list of racial grievances and so on, and then you get to the action items, and all of which, every one of which, was to treat people based and judge people based on the color of their skin. Every one of them. And there's not a mention anywhere in there of the concepts of equality before the law. Not a mention of all men are created equal. Not a mention of e pluribus unum, basic American principle. No mention of Martin Luther King or his dream that I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Does not mention the tremendous racial progress that had been made in America, at least until Obama, the racial arsonist-in-chief, took office. When he, took, when he took office in 2009, majorities of blacks and whites believed that race relations were good and getting better. When he left, when Obama left office, 
the opposite was true. Majorities of whites and blacks believe race relations were poor and getting worse. And that was not an accident. Civil rights leaders literally all over the country and advocates of this are demanding an end to systemic racism, which they say is a reference to systems that are in place that create and maintain racial inequality in nearly every facet of life for people of color. So over the past two weeks, uh, obviously that's what's animated a lot of what's happened in the wake of that uh, tragic killing of George Floyd. And they're pointing to uh, the fact that when they say Black Lives Matter, because a lot of uh, a lot of people have, uh, in fact, <laughs> you get into you never know where these conversations can lead. For one unfortunate twenty-three-year-old mother who w- challenged in a in a conversation someone who said, you know, Black Lives Matter, say it, and she said, well, all lives matter. Well, those that group of people went up on a bridge over them and killed her for daring to say that all lives matter. Um, th- this is kind of where we're at right now. This is this is a very, uh, a very volatile moment in our in our uh, country's history right now. And, you know, the idea that you can point to this I this uh, uh, construct that they've literally created and say that this is systemic racism exists everywhere. It's in every facet of life for people of color. Well, create a problem and then you can go about defining your solutions. And those solutions could include, um, you know, these demands that have nothing really to do with racism, uh, but are demands that are strictly Marxist in nature. When you talk about the Black Lives Matter organization on their website saying we want to bring about the end of the nuclear family, how does that how does that help uh, you know these families and 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 move towards where a village is uh, raising? This is decidedly communist and decidedly Marxist. And oh, it is, you know, and it's actually contrary to, and it's actually contrary to, or, or rather, it's contributing to to the to to the what to the, to the extent that there are African Americans that are having a difficult time and getting on the economic ladder of success. Right. In large measure, it's because the lack of a family and the lack of a two-parent family. The data is overwhelming that. Uh, a child raised, and this is not just limited to African Americans, but they they have the highest rate of children being raised without without a father of any group in America. A children, a kid raised without a father is five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and twenty times more likely to end up in jail. And that so they're what they're advocating in eliminating the family. It would actually make things worse for children, and the data to this is overwhelming. Lo and behold, wow! You mean cho- I mean children are designed to be raised by a mother and father? Who would have thunk it? Right. Well, yeah, but you know that's going to change now, of course, because we have different types of family units. We we actually now have uh, in some locales um, polygamy. This is now legal. So it's not just mother and father. Uh, it could be mother, mother, father, father. Could be mother, 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 mother. Could be father, 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 father. So the definition of a, of a family is, is changing as rapidly as it seems everything else is. Um, the, it's just, it's interesting to read, you know, what is systemic racism as outlined in a USA Today article. It's defined as, uh, also called structural racism or institutional racism is systems and structures that have procedures or processes that disadvantages African-Americans. That's the definition. But what about other people of color? What about Indian Americans? They don't, uh, they're not damaged by this systemic racism. What about Mexican-Americans? What about Native Americans? What about people of other is this specifically only oriented to African-Americans? Um, and then, of course, it says systemic racism is, the, is, is naming the process 
of white supremacy. You know, when I grew up, I grew up in Baltimore. I never looked at black people any differently than I looked at white people, any differently than I looked at Indians, any differently than I looked at. But I did recognize that each group had its own special qualities and uniquenesses that made them uh, special. Um, I loved the energy and the family uh, energy of uh, black households when I would you know, spend time with, with them. Um, I loved getting to know some of the, uh, you know, unique cultures like Indian culture. I never looked at any of those in, in any fashion of lesser. It seems like this is a construct that's being created to manage a specific outcome, Greg. Oh, it is. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, it's called identity politics, is that to get people to think first and foremost that, uh, that you are a member of your Democrat Party assigned identity group. And if you're one of these, and of course, first and foremost, you must be voting for the Democrat Party or you're not really a member. You're not really black or you're not really gay or you're not really Latino or you're not really a woman or whatever, or whatever, whatever your group is. First and foremost, it means that you, not an American first, you are part of this group first, and part of that, key part of that is voting Democrat. And it's per, it is perniciously un-American, it is perniciously contrary to the interests of, of, you know, of, the, of, the, of the minorities. But of course, that's not, the, trying to help African Americans get ahead is not the goal. It's power. It is to make America into a one-party socialist state by getting people to elect the Democrat Party. Right. And you, you, you look you across. There's kind of two, three levels of proof that, of what of what a lie this is. One is you. Uh, African Americans and other minorities have succeeded in every walk of American life. If you apply yourself, if you make good choices in life. You can you can you can be a success here in America, and you can't. No honest person can deny that. Second, you look in your own life. Where and you know we're, we're, maybe we have more people we interact with that are white than than the non-white. But do we any do you see any of this? I mean, even among even among ourselves, you know, did you, we don't we don't we don't think that way. We don't talk that way. It's just that 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 kind of hostility or racism. That you actually have seen now being directed by the left towards white people, we never see that among ourselves. And third, you look at groups like Indians, people from the country of India, or East Asia, Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, um, even people that have immigrated from Nigeria are doing better than white people in this country. So it, it is a very odd white systemic racism that lets other groups do better. Well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that those people who come here are willing to work hard. You know, I, I know a lot of people that have gotten very lazy, systemically lazy uh, almost, and aren't, you know, and, and, and people who come here, uh, you know, it, it never ceases to amaze me. Some of the most ardent patriots, if you will, people that uh, support, you know, the Amer- the notion of what America is all about, that, uh, you know, if you work hard, you can succeed. They come here for that. They come here because it's not in their home countries, and so they come here. They're willing to work hard, and they uh, they succeed. Some of the most uh, some of the most uh, outspoken patriots are people that immigrated to this country, and they're shocked to watch. You know, everything that makes America special gives people the opportunity to get ahead is being dismantled before their eyes. They're like, I came here to get away from this. And now it's following me here. They're seeing the very I mean, the people that stand in these streets at night and call everybody else fascists. They know what's they know what that means. I mean, when I say they, I'm talking about the people that come from these other countries. They know what it means to see statues toppled. They know what it means to see history rewritten. They know that all of these are the leading edge of totalitarianism and Marxism. They know that because they left that. They wanted to get away from that. And here it is coming here. And Prager also points on another 
I, I think a little bit of uh, proof of a systemic racism bogusness. It's not a word, but it is now. Is how many of the ho- the hate crimes are hoaxes? And essentially, every one of them that makes any, at least that makes any any gets any any national publicity ends up being a hoax. Mm-hmm. If there really was systemic racism, if there really was this deep embedded racism among white people, you wouldn't have to make up the hate crimes. Well, there'd be too many of them. Right. I mean, they'd be all over the place. I mean, as Prager said, in, in Germany in the 1930s, Jewish people were not making up Nazi hate, Nazi anti-Semitism hoaxes. The real thing existed. Right. Here, they have to make it up. Yep, and usually it turns out to be false. I mean, even uh, what just happened real just recently with the uh, NASCAR driver who, you know, s- there was a uh, noose spotted in the garage. Turns out that that noose was there before that guy was ever assigned to that garage, Jesse Smollett. And the, every garage had a similar pole rope. So, yeah, I mean, the, the idea that there are these... Uh, uh, hate crimes that are out there that get uh, that get uh, you know run, they, the the media loves to run them up the flagpole and publicize them before the reports are even in and then come to find out the whole thing that Jesse Smollett did was set up the whole thing that uh, happened to uh, as what was his name Bubba Watson Bubba I know his name was Bubba but uh, Bubba. he Bubba Wallace. He, uh, Bubba Wallace, there you go. Thank you. Our engineer knows the name. I got the W part right. I mean, it's the same thing for him. Um, You know, they jumped to a conclusion before an investigation. The FBI sent, what, 15 FBI agents up there, found a picture of that uh, garage in October before it had ever been assigned to him. That same noose was that same, uh, you know, handhold. You can call it a handhold to pull the garage, you know, garage up and down was there. It's just uh, it's just stunning. You're right. These these crimes would be everywhere. Where are they? One more point before we end. We're a little long before our break in this half. Is that Vladimir Lenin said, a lie told often enough becomes the truth. So what happens is when the Democrat Party and the mainstream media and the government run schools and the universities and Democrat Party aligned groups keep repeating the lie of systemic racism and no one on our side or practically no one pushes back. Right. Then people begin to believe that. And there was a poll this week. The majority of people, even white people believe America is a racist country. Now that may be people just saying what they are, think they're supposed to say and not speaking what they really, what they really think, or maybe one of these skewed polls, but we have to push back. We have to be willing to stand up and tell the truth. We have our leaders need to stand up and tell the truth that America is a great country, that there, yes, some people are prejudiced of all races, but the vast majority of American people are good, decent, fair-minded people and are not racist, and America is not a racist country. Stand up and tell the truth. And now we need to go to a break um, and hear from our sponsor, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are true. The kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen, where we encourage people to get involved in the system. Stop being the silent majority. It's not serving us anymore. You've got to take your place in defense of the republic, in defense of the constitutional principles that we hold uh, dear, the founding documents, the thought that went into them. Because if we don't stand up for it, 
it is in the process of being taken away, and we've got this little window of opportunity uh, at the top of the political pyramid called Donald Trump, who has holding the window open as hard as he can for us to be able to uh, do what we need to do in the next couple of years. If we can get him reelected, I think there's a good chance of that. But we won't know until election night. And I think if they continue to do what they're doing, Greg, I'll just advance this one thought on the upcoming election. My my deepest fear is what I call the nightmare scenario. And the nightmare scenario is that the continued pressure that the media is placing on this election, placing on Donald Trump, the what they continue to uh, say about him, uh, the the lies that they in the web of of deceit that they continue to spin, that enough of his supporter marginal supporters are peeled away, that some of these states that are critical for the electoral win will end up in a too close to call scenario and get attorneys will descend on those from both sides, will descend on those states. We may not know for weeks exactly how those turn out. May take a court. Can you imagine having to settle an American election in the court systems? That's the nightmare scenario I fear the most right now because if you think the first half of uh, 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, I think the next three months are going to be even worse. Um, yeah, I think it'll be widespread violence, but we and they're, they're going to cheat every which way they can. They're going to try to rig the election harder than they did last time. If they win, if the Democrat Party gets power, and Tucker Carlson's beginning to talk about this, I've been trying, I've been warning about this from my little purchase for more than a year now. The first thing the Democrats will do is they will pass a mass amnesty. For 20 to 40 million illegal aliens and new Democrat voters. They will open the borders wide. They've, they've promised this. Everyone who shows up at the border gets let in, gets asylum, and they'll be on the way to citizenship. So by so by 2022, the next election, there won't be a repeat of 2010, where the Democrats lost big in the House and lost a number of Senate seats uh, in reaction to Obama's far left policies. This time, there are going to be tens of millions of new Democrat voters voting in 2022, and there'll be no turning back. There'll be, there will never be another free and fair election in America again. They will intimidate free speech. They will, they will force California-style vote fraud laws on the entire, on the entire country, and there, 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 will, there will be no turning back. No one, will, no one will dare speak out against the Democrat Party because you're— not, may be subject to violence for which their police will not protect you or you'll be fired from your job your business will be boycotted so there there'll be there'll, there will be there will be no opposition there will be there will there will they will never lose a national election again they'll make dc a state and two more senators there they'll make puerto rico a state two more senators there plus additional representatives it's gone right it is that's gone. a real nightmare one election could lead to a, 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 a an ongoing nightmare, just as you've described. So it's on the line this time. I mean, we talk about existential elections, but this this one is given with the given where the Democrat Party is gone, and this is just what they've gone so far. I mean, it's not like they're 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 stopping in their careening to the left. Okay, we've gone far enough now. Right. Next week, the next week or next month, they're going to be even crazier far left and the, unless we can reelect Donald Trump and, and keep the Senate and get the House they'll implement this agenda at least reelect Donald Trump and where he, where he can at least provide some kind of break on this far left agenda and it's on the line and it's up to our to, we the citizens, we the people are you ready to let the country go are you ready to turn it over to the party of rioting, looting, and pulling back the police? Uh, just this week, Michelle Malkin and, some, and a, the, the minority leader of, of the Republicans in Colorado tried to have a entirely peaceful defend the police protest. The Democrats sent in their Antifa brown shirts, and the police were ordered to stand down and pull back and let the Antifas attack 
law-abiding American citizens exercising their constitutional rights. Do you want to give that party power over our country? That's the choice. That's the question. And you mentioned uh, the First Amendment. Um, what's very dangerous is the notion that there, uh, that the left likes to talk about, which is speech against them, or the, the idea that speech can be violence, and violence needs violence in return. So the, they've, they've created this scenario where speech like Michelle Malkin's and that group that you're talking about was considered to be hate speech. Hate speech is violent. It's a microaggression, and it needs to be it needs to be answered with a macroaggression. A macroaggression is exactly what those Black Lives Matter people did to that group in Denver. But we shouldn't be surprised because we know what one of the elected officials said in her campaign speech back in April of 2019, that she's all for community ownership of land, labor, and resources and the distribution of that. And we know what that is. It's Marxism. And with that, Greg, we are out of time for another edition of the Unite IE Radio Show. Tune in every week for the Unite IE Radio Show at 4 p.m. on Saturdays and other times throughout the weekend when our producer has a spot to fill. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California, ID number 1016. Arizona, NMLO license number 0926439. Branch, NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590, the answer.